What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Glenn Thinks the Podcast. I said that all in one breath. Have you ever tried to just like say a whole lot of stuff in one breath? I've done that in conversations. It's like a little game. Sometimes when you're in a conversation and uh, when you're in a conversation, you play little games with yourself, you know? Um, sometimes I try to slide in a word I really ain't sure how to use and uh, just hope for the best, you know? But, uh, or when you're really, like, when you're really passionate about something or you're really trying to argue your point and then you just forget to breathe and then you run out of breath, like, in the most awkward places, like, not after a period, you know? And, like, in the middle of a sentence and you just run out of breath and then you're like, well, dang, you know, I should have... I should have breathed. I should have timed it. It's just complicated, man. Being a human being, there's so much stuff to do. There's there's just all kind of stuff you got to keep up with all the time, like breathing and whatnot. But uh, (laughs) I ain't done a podcast in a while. Um, I've just been busy, and it's been good busy. I ain't been bad busy. It's been good busy, and life is really full and good right now. And podcasting is like something that uh something that I enjoy and I was thinking for a minute, well, maybe I'll hang it up. Maybe it's the time of my life where I I just needed to do a podcast for a while. But that was like, man, I ain't even trying to quit podcast. I I enjoy it. And uh so even if it's not Glenn Thinks the podcast, um there is a um there is a possibility that I'll do another podcast, a different podcast, but I ain't even going to go into that right now um, because it might be in addition to this podcast. I don't even know, man. So much is going on in life. Sometimes in life, you just got to you just gotta uh, wait and see what happens, <laughs> you know, like wait and see how it pans out, but uh but my life's been really good lately, and a lot's happened since I last did, um, since I last talked to all of y'all guys, uh, a lot's happened. I had a bad wreck a couple months ago, like, not a bad wreck, like, um, I'm coming to you now with no legs, there's nothing like that. Have you seen, do you know them little, uh, pogo stick legs that people get when, um, when they lose their legs, they're like, uh, what do they look like? They look like, they're kind of U-shaped a little bit. They look like little things that you can spring. I've seen people running on them. Every time I've seen them legs, it's people's running. I don't think I've seen them like spring legs. Maybe they just make them kind of fake legs for, um, for people that run. I would like to have a couple different options. I mean, they're probably expensive. Like, fake legs are probably expensive, and God forbid. Like, I don't want fake legs, you know? I don't want fake legs, but if I did have a fake leg, wouldn't you want, like, a... Wouldn't it be kind of like an accessory? Like, I'd want a peg leg for sure, you know? Just for, I mean, a conversation piece. Um, And then you would want something... Because a peg leg, you're going to hear it coming down the hall. Like, you got to pee at night or something... You got to get up. You don't want to wake up your significant other. Maybe you could get like a little felt booty to put on the bottom of the of the peg leg, you know. And then you would want, I don't know if you can, I don't think that you can have like them, 
things that runners wear, them kind of fake legs, if you just have one. I think you got to have both legs. <laughs> you got to have both legs gone because if you had that just on one leg, one leg would like bounce up and then the other leg, the real leg would just do normal. And um, ain't nothing worse than one leg bouncing up and the other one just doing normal is what I always say, you know. But uh, I don't know. So I don't know if I'd want one of them. Because in my fantasy, I just have one good leg. So, um, But I'd want, like, the old-fashioned wooden leg. Then I'd want some kind of mechanical leg. I'd want some kind of mechanical leg that you could program and do all these sweet dance moves. You know, like a Michael Jackson leg. That would be hilarious. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> but what if you're in, like, church and it just, like, short-wired or something? And then one leg just started spazzing out everywhere. Wouldn't nothing be worse than that, I'll go ahead and tell you. But uh, but anyway, I had a wreck, man. I was on the interstate, and uh, and I was driving on the interstate, and there was a lot of traffic, and uh, the car in front of me slammed on his brakes, and so I slammed on my brakes. And you know that feeling that you get where um, just everything tenses up, and you just know you're going to hit. You know, if you've driven a long time, you know what I'm talking. It's almost like it happens in slow motion. You're just waiting to feel it. Right. And so that's how I felt like I locked down my brakes. And, and, you know, there was, you were just like, you know, in case you never knew what brakes sounded like, that is not what they sound like. And, uh, and so I was just waiting and I was looking over the hood of my car and I was just waiting for the impact, right? I was just like, I'm going to hit this person, you know, and I must have just kissed their bumper because I did not feel anything. And then, um, they just took, they took off after I got hit, like the car behind me slammed into me. I just had a little, had a little burp. I'm drinking a little coffee right now. I'm drinking my first morning coffee. I ain't even had no coffee this morning. I had like an hour and a half drive this morning. I didn't drink no coffee the whole time because it was like in the boonies where I was driving. So I was like, man, I am not trying to stop and get some coffee at these wrong turn stores, you know? And, uh, and so I just waited till I got back to get some coffee. So it's like almost 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm just now drinking coffee but uh what even was i talking about so oh the wreck i had a wreck guy no i'm just (laughs) um so i got hit by the car behind me and then a tractor trailer hit them so i got like double bumped right and at first i was like my adrenaline was going in you know there's no worst time to be hit than when your body is tensed up but i knew that i was all right right and or i thought that i was all right just because my adrenaline was going so much and um it wasn't until the next day that i ended up going to the er because i i could not sleep i just started having a lot of pain i was like man this ain't good um so uh, you know i have whiplash and all that good bunch of fun stuff but uh but the thing that happened like when it happened it really it really showed me something about myself that i already know like if bad stuff happens usually i can keep a pretty cool head 
usually, you know, because at the end of the day, if you have a wreck and you're not dead and the other people's not dead, you know, that's not, it'd be all right. You know, it's not, it's nothing that can't be fixed. Who, whoever, you know, which is their fault, but who's ever fault that it is, like it don't do no good to get upset. It don't do no good to get upset. The things about, and I'm not, I'm not saying that in like a condescending way. Like I don't never get upset about nothing. You know, I get upset about some ridiculous stuff sometimes, but just, I think that having been through a lot of stuff in my life, that's not fun to do. I think that I've learned that there ain't no need to get upset about that kind of stuff, you know, because it don't do no good. And, you know, the thing about that wreck that I was kind of upset about at the time that happened is I had got these pastries, right? I had got these pastries and I was on my way to, uh, to my girlfriend's house at the time. Now my fiance, I'm getting married, y'all. Um, I'm getting married to a lady and she is my fiance, but I was taking these pastries. I got these pastries. I was taking these pastries to, uh, to my fiance's house. And, um, and when one of them had chocolate, right. And so when the impact, like when I slammed on my brakes and I got hit, like the impact threw these pastries out of my seat and they went in the floor and the box opened and chocolate got on the carpet of my car, man. Right. On like the mat of my car. And so I'm like on the side of the interstate and I'm like picking these pastries up and like some of them, like some of them stayed in the box. I think they all stayed in the box, just like chocolate was coming out the side. And so it would look like somebody had done poop in my car. Right. And so I'm picking all this stuff up. I don't even have no napkins. And so it looks like I did poop on my fingers. And so, you know, the, the, uh, police officer, like the firefighters and everybody, the police officer come up. I mean, this is not, not like, I'm not like I get hit, you know, the car behind me is pretty totaled. It's not like, I'm like, Oh, my pastries, you know? And then they're dragging bodies out of cars. And I'm like, oh, chocolate everywhere. It was nothing like that at all. I was like, I made sure that the people wasn't dead. And then I was like, I went back to my car and was like, man, that looks like someone done poop in my car, man. That ain't even cool. So that was probably the most, um, I don't know, the most thing that bummed me out the most about that day was I was like, man, this ain't all right. But uh, everybody was all right. I mean, as far as like nobody's dead. So, um, so that's good. Yeah. When you're involved in something and people don't die, that's probably good. You know, if you're in the military or something, you're involved in something and people die that you wanted to die, that's probably good, but that's probably the only thing. Or like Jeffrey Dahmer. Dude, I watched, I finished that Jeffrey, I watched that Jeffrey Dahmer. What a masterful, what a masterful uh, acting job by that guy. Man, that guy was wild. Yes, Glenn, we know. Anybody that eats people is wild. <laughs> That's the understatement of the uh, of the year. He was kind of weird, man. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway. Um, so, yeah, I was in a wreck. So, that happened to me. Um, 
what else? What else is going on? Um, I've been thinking a lot lately about um, how it's impossible to predict outcomes in life. Um, I've been thinking about that lately. Like, no matter what plan you make, you know, because some people are really, are really big planners, right? And the older I get, the more I do that, the more I'll plan, you know, because a lot of life is for me, if it's not something big, if it's not something big, like I'm kind of by the seat of my pants, right? Like in a professional setting, um, my job is to plan. So I'm capable of that. And that's in me. And I have that in my mind. But as far as like a lot of stuff goes in my personal life, like I'm just like, I ain't even gonna worry about it, man. Like I'm just gonna see how it plays out. When I was younger, I would do that with big stuff in my life. Like, I'd be like, let's just roll them dice and see what's up. But uh, but then if stuff like, if you do that, sometimes it can backfire real bad and it will not be good. And so, you know, I'm a little bit more strategic in moves that I make now. Um, because you never know how anything's going to work out. You hope that it works out for the best, you know in your life when you do something like say you apply for a job and you're like all excited and you're like i'm gonna stay with this company blah 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 but then they go under like there's no way that you can foresee that happening and there's no use worrying about the future because if i've found out anything in life is that warrant most of the stuff that i've worried about in my life never ends up happening and it's just a waste of time and energy. And you're not happy. You know, if you're worried all the time, you're not even happy. Like some stuff you just know. Like some stuff in life, you're like, oh, that's an easy decision. That's an easy. I just know. Like, right? It's not something common for me in my life. Like, I don't just know. Like, uh, I don't just know a lot. Um, if that makes any sense. That don't even make sense. Like, to get married, like, to get, ask my fiancé to marry me, that was something that I just knew. Like, I just knew this is who I'm supposed to marry. This is who I'm supposed to marry. So that's, like, a no-brainer, you know? But then there's there's things in your life that are, like, you're unsure of, right? And sometimes, I don't know, man. Sometimes you just got to be like, I'm going to see what happens, you know, and you try to do the best that we, that's all we can do is the best that we can do. Yeah. That's what I always, that's what the Bible says. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, but, uh, but yeah, I've been thinking about that lately. I've been thinking a lot too about, uh, about how weird I haven't been thinking about this a lot. That is a lie. I'm not going to lie to you. It's something that I had in my, something to say on a podcast. It's something that I thought of. I don't think about it a lot, but I thought, because I mean, when I say what it is, you're going to be like, well, the whole thing is that you don't think about it a lot, um, is like with things that we conserve in life does, it doesn't even make sense. You know, like I was thinking about like, oh, conserving hand soap. Cause I got some, you know, that hand soap, um, that rich people buy that foams out. Like you, 
you squirt it and it foams out. I ain't talking about soft soap like the poor people. I'm talking about some of the high dollar only soap you could find during COVID soap that's like five dollars or something that foams out. You know, you do you squirt it and foams out. Why well, I bought some of that. And like my kid decided that they wanted to wash their hands more than they've ever washed their hands in their life. You know, this happened a while back and I was like, dear God, like the half the thing is gone in a day. But I mean, if I was a kid, I'd want to see all that foam too, you know? And like in my head, I'm like, you well, we got to conserve the soap. But like, I'm not even worried about like conserving stuff. Like, you know how much time I waste? Like time is an irreplaceable commodity. Do you like that? I think that's right how I said that. <laughs> it's the only thing, the commodity that uh, I know you come here to learn. I come here to be blown away. Yeah, I feel smart when I listen to people. I told, I told my fiance this this weekend. When I listen to like NPR or something, I have British accents on the news. I feel smarter just listening to people that got an accent. You know. Um, I just feel smart. If you're British and you talk to me, I'm going to walk away with that and like pull my spectacle out of my hoodie pocket and pop it onto my eyeball. But uh, anyway, um, it's funny how I'm worried about conserving hand soap, but the only thing that's irreplaceable time, you can't, it doesn't matter how much money you have. You could be Jeff Bezos. You could be one of Bill Gates, one of the richest people in the world. No matter what you do, you can't buy more of it. Like when the when you're when they're ready to punch your ticket, Jack, that's it. That's it, man. Yeah. And so it's funny how I don't worry about conserving the only thing that's irreplaceable. It seems like you'd want to stretch that and be the most efficient in your use of that, you know, over everything. But it's just like you don't think that you're, it's like, I've got an unlimited supply, you know? And I'm just overthinking. I know that I'm overthinking it, but I mean, that's just funny to me, you know? I conserve candy better than I conserve time. Well, that ain't true either. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just am ashamed of myself, you know? Sometimes I'll be, like, <laughs> hungry, and I'll just be like, well, a fistful of gummy bears will will get me through, will see me through. But, uh, yeah, so that's something else that uh, that happened or that I've thought about. So there you go. Um, I did go to Charleston, like, probably, man, let me think. When did I go to Charleston? It was probably about two months ago. I went to Charleston. I stayed at this, uh, it was, uh, one of those hotels that's haunted, right? It was one of the most, it was like a historical hotel on the Battery down in Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina. And I stayed on the, uh, it was like where there had been a lot of ghosts. It was like one of the most haunted places in Charleston. And I'm not one of those people that will like try to be like, oh, 
I think I feel something cold, you know, like I'm not going to make something out of nothing. And I didn't have any uh, experience while I was there as far as like a spirit or anything like that or a ghost. But I will tell you, the vibe was like kind of different. I don't know why. I don't know if it was in my head, but it was like a really calming atmosphere i'll say that much it was really calming um i don't even want to say that it was eerie because it wasn't even really eerie it just seemed really calm and uh it was really fun i liked it there i would like to go back there it was a lot of fun and i went kayaking um we went kayaking into the marshlands and uh and I'd never been kayaking before. And I know that I've made fun of it on this podcast before. I know that I've talked smack about uh about kayaking. Um, it's kind of like a bougie canoe is what it is. And my thing ain't so much with the kayaking itself. Yeah, it's a rich man's canoe. But my thing is the people that... that are like, oh, I do it so much. Like, they'll post pictures like, look, oh my God. It's like the apple picking people. It's like they post all these pictures. Like, why are you never posting no pictures? Like, there needs to be a social media outlet where people post pictures of their real life. You know? Like, their real life, the little things. Like, just a picture of their dirty car. Like, I need to wash my car. Or, like, uh like a picture of a dish that they just dropped on the floor, you know, then the, the hashtag, damn it, you know, <laughs> like stuff that happens in life, you know, when you stump your toe, you know, and it's bleeding or, um, I don't know, your phone gets cut off because you didn't pay your bill. I guess you can't post that, you know, you can't post it like, oh, my phone's... Or you could post it when you got paid and you got your phone turned back on. You could be like, you know, go on to Facebook and be like, I just, you know, got my phone turned back on because I could not afford to pay. Just real life, whatever it is, whatever situation you're in, it seems like you paint this picture and then it gets in everybody's head and everybody's like, well, my life blows because look at, you know... Jimmy's life over here. He's picking apples and kayaking to God knows where. And I'm sitting over here, you know, eating a double cheeseburger and a McFlurry in my underwear. You know? And then you're ashamed of yourself when Jimmy's really doing the same thing. Jimmy's really doing... He's doing the same thing. Yeah? And you sitting here feeling some kind of way. I don't feel that kind of way. I don't even have Facebook... Um, but I don't know. I think that maybe I should make it and just like start being real, <laughs> you know, like I just smell these socks and it ain't good folks. And people be like, what are they talking about? I don't smell socks. I mean, I don't smell socks unless I'm like, are these clean? You know? And then every time you run into, you know, a bad sock, you know, or a bad couple socks, but uh, wouldn't that be a bummer? Like, wouldn't that be a bummer if you smelled your socks and they smelled really bad, but then you were like, I like that. You know, that would be, 
man, there's things that doors you shouldn't open. Yeah, I guess that I played Russian roulette when I'll smell a pair of socks to see if it's clean, but if I liked it, I'd be like, oh boy, this is going to be a life of shame. <laughs> this is going to be a life of shame that I'm going to live. But uh, but anyway, um, what else can I tell you? What else even can I tell you about? Um, I was talking to a guy, all right? And this was just a guy I was talking to was not a friend or anything. And we were talking about like YouTube rabbit holes and stuff. And uh and he said to me he said that uh sometimes I like to get on YouTube and watch people on P- PCP. And he was like, if if the video's too long, sometimes it's just sad. <laughs> It's like, I was like, that is hilarious. Because, I mean, I've seen some, I've seen, like, some TikToks before where people will, um, like, let people that smoke crack, like, ride in a Hellcat or something. Um, I mean, we've seen them kind of videos. Everybody has. But he, just to seek it out, I've never thought about seeking out, like, to watch people on different kinds of drugs. Like, man, I'm going to just sit back. And it's a rabbit hole I just haven't gone down. And it's just wild because there's so much stuff on the internet. There's so much, there's so much things, but, uh, but that's just something like I tripped out when he said, I was like, that's hilarious. Man. I've never met somebody that's like, yeah, I said that, but he said, it just makes you sad if you watch it too long. I was like, dang, I do got to tell you, like I went to, um, uh, I was on my way. I was on a on my way somewhere, and I stopped on the interstate. I stopped at a rest area, and uh, because I needed to do a poop, and I I was like, well, I don't want to do a poop where I'm going. I'll do a poop at a rest area, and so like I'm just not that guy. I'm not that guy. I try to stay on a schedule. You know, you don't want to get too wild unless it's the weekend. You know, as far as your dietary choices, but uh, but I was like. I was just, I had to go, and I was like, I'm on the interstate, so I went into this, uh, I went into a rest area, and, you know, there's so much, there, first off, there ain't nothing worse than sitting down on the toilet seat and it's still warm, it's not, that's not a thing in my, I mean, immediately when you do that, you're like, man, I need to just sit in a pool of bleach for a while, you know, because you're like, who, whose warmth is this, you know, and then you start, you try not to think about it, but you're just like, man, first off, they had to be sitting here a while if this is warm, you know, and they had to have just got up not long ago, so this ain't cool, so whenever you go into a situation like that, what you gotta do is you gotta do the little, um, you gotta, like, do the toilet paper octagon, you know, them's the rules. You got to do a toilet paper octagon onto the toilet seat and then you can sit down. But when you sit down, like you have oils coming out of your skin. You're not just dry skin. So the oils and then perhaps the perspiration that that comes out of your buttocks area during that uh, time in your life. That will stick to all that cheap because they got the cheap toilet paper, man. It's like the one ply see through stuff. You know, so when you stand up, you got this octagon, 
You know, it looks like you have the UFC octagon on your buttocks. Like, uh, it's like your, it's like a frame. It's like a little picture frame, you know, that the Lord gave you. And you're sitting there and you're peeling it off, you know, when you're done. And it's just kind of like, it's one of the moments in my life, like, I'm pretty transparent and open. But that's one time in my life that I just don't want to share I just don't really care to share that. Like, I hope I hope that at the end of the world that God's not like, all right, let's watch this on the big screen. And it was just me peeling an octagon, you know, off. But, uh, but I was sitting there, man, and this dad came in. And he had all these kids, right? And it was all these, uh, it was all these kids. And it was like little Mexican kids. And uh, all I seen was they come to the end, to like the end where I was at. And I just seen all these kids' feet, you know? Like, and he's talking to them and they're talking and everybody's being, and I'm just sitting there on the octagon of death. And I'm like, dear God, help us all. You know, like, I don't want to even poop around nobody. But then I have all these kids around me. And I was just like, man, and it was not, it was something that I wish didn't happen. Yeah. I just don't care too much for that memory, to be honest with you. But, uh, but yeah, it's just not something I like to do as public, publicly. Public defecation has never been a, a passion uh, of mine, but, uh, but anyway, so that happened, um, what else can I tell you guys about, hmm, the Elvis movie was really good, have you seen the new Elvis movie on HBO, well, have you, hmm, <laughs> no, it's actually pretty good, I'm a big Elvis Presley fan, so, I would say, well, maybe I'm partial, but it seems like I should be a harsher critic of stuff like that. And uh, I just thought it was really a well-done movie. I really enjoyed it. So if you like Elvis, if you like The King, um, you should definitely check out that movie. It's it's definitely a good watch. Tom Hanks plays the colonel. Um, but anyway, it's good. I'll follow your remarks. See... That's that's a great topic for a podcast. You should watch a movie. Um, What else can I tell you about? I feel like I'm being crass on this. I want to talk about my vasectomy. I had a vasectomy. And I want to talk about it on the podcast. But I feel like this podcast today has been kind of crass. You know? Because I've had poop jokes. And then I want to talk about, like, having a vasectomy. It's just, I mean, it's just one of them times, man. It's like life ain't always, you know, peaches and cream. Or what do they call it? Life ain't always rainbows and Pop-Tarts. I don't know what they say. But uh, but life ain't always pretty, man. And uh, But I had a vasectomy. Let me tell you about this. Let me tell you what happened. So I went to the place. All right. And the doctor came in. I, I had my earbuds. I was like in my car. I was like psyching myself up. I was. I had my AirPods in, and uh, and I was just like, man, we need to, uh, we need to just get through this. Sometimes in life, you just gotta pull yourself up by the jock strap and get through it, you know. And uh, so, you know, I sat in my car. I was watching YouTube clips. I was trying to like. 
you know, be like, I'm going to live, it's going to be all right. And, uh, and so, um, I went in there and the little nurse took me to the room and she was taking all my, what do they call it, vitals. <clears throat> and she came walking toward me and I was so out of it. Like mentally, I was just like kind of freaked out a little bit because you go in there and they have all these scalpels and scissors and pinchers and tweezers and just stuff that you don't never want to see, you know? And, uh, they had all this stuff laid out and the nurse came toward me and she had like one of the gun readers to read your, uh, temperature that they shine on your head, the little laser. And, uh, she came toward me with, she was like, I got to take your temperature. And she came toward me with the little gun and I opened my mouth. I was so out of it. Like I was so like in my head, I opened my mouth and then she got up to me, and I don't know if I thought she was just going to stick this whole laser gun in my mouth, but I was like, oh, my bad, you know? And, um, and then, you know, she left, and I got ready, and the doctor came in, okay? And so the doctor came in, and he's like, well, how are you doing today? And uh, I was like, yeah, it's great. Living the dream, buddy. And uh, he was like, uh, nobody loves you today? Because, I, I mean, nobody was with me. And I was like, I guess not. And he said, well, I'll love you. And he grabbed me by the shoulder and kind of gave me a little gentle squeeze. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't happy about it, but you don't want to, you don't want to talk junk to a doctor that's about to perform a vasectomy on you. And, uh, then they shoot this little numbing stuff into you, right? He rips the little paper cloth that's on top of you, shoots this little numbing stuff into you. And, uh, and then, and then, uh, just starts doing what he's doing right and there was one point where he was singing with the music that was in the room like cindy lopper and he's sitting there first he gives you a little sponge bath you know and that's like i don't know that's not something that's good yeah it's good for infection like to prevent infection i'm sure to wash something you're fixing to cut into but i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna go ahead and tell you for emotional it's not good for emotional is not good for that part of you, yeah. And so that happened, and uh, and then he started to cut and do stuff that just wasn't. It just wasn't. I didn't. En I didn't enjoy that at all. It wasn't good. You just feel tugging and pulling, and then they cauterize and you smell cauterized stuff. And then it kind of reminded me of you feel all this tugging and you know the little puppets that they make dance like Pinocchio. It has a little, uh, it's like two pieces of wood that are in a cross and it has all the strings going down to the puppet and you're making the puppet dance. That is what it felt like that he was doing to my places, right? And, uh, and so <laughs> my birthday places... Well, then, uh, like, I was in pain. Like, it was, I was in pain. It was like, you can cuss at me if you want to. I was like, you're the last person in the whole world that I would cuss. I'm like, no, it's all right, man. And, uh, like, I just lay there, and I was so out of it. Like, I was so out of it that when I stood up, he's like, I'm going to give you a while to gather yourself. Because it seems like it takes a long time. In reality, it doesn't. He's like, I'm going to give you some time to get yourself together and then you can go. Like, and I just stood up. Once he left the room, I just stood up and looked down and there's this like, 
there's a spot of ball blood, right? And I'm just like, man, dear God. <laughs> and so I didn't know what to do. So I just took a picture of it, you know, because it's not every day you get to see your raw blood. Let's hope. Let's hope. Unless you're into, unless something weird is going on. It's not every day. You, I've never saw, I'm, I don't know. I've never seen a puddle of my ball blood, right? So I didn't know what to do. And I was kind of out of it. So I left there and I was driving home and all of a sudden, like the numbing stuff wore off. You want to talk about pain. I don't think that I've ever experienced that kind of physical pain in my life. Cause it just felt like you had been kicked in the balls and it just maintained like it didn't go like I was short of breath. Right. And it was just so bad. It was bad. But, uh, but it's over now and, uh, and I don't have to do it ever again. So, I mean, that's good. That's good. That's good because dear God, it was terrible. But, um, so that's something that I did. Um, wasn't that a good, wasn't that, uh, wasn't that great that I told you that, uh, story? Uh, what else is going on? I got this coffee here, man. Let me take a sip of my coffee. I got this coffee. They had iced coffee. And I was like, do I want some iced coffee? But iced coffee really ain't the same as regular coffee. Like, if I'm drinking coffee in the morning, I can't drink iced coffee. Because it just doesn't feel like it's doing what it's supposed to be doing, you know? Even if it is, maybe it's like... It's kind of like if they came out with mini vitamins. Like, if they came out with these little vitamins, and they were like, you know, these vitamins do the same as them big old horse pills that get stuck in your throat. They do the exact same thing. I'd be like, but do they? You know, even if it was scientifically proven... I would be like, ah, I don't believe it. I'll just take the horse pills, you know. But uh but it feels that way with coffee. Like even if you tell me there's the same amount of caffeine in the iced coffee, I'd be like, But is there? You know, is there really? So I got me a I got me a big old big old cup of hot coffee. But uh but anyway, um Christmas is pretty much here. You know, have you started your Christmas shopping yet? I've started looking. I'm in the looking phase. I need to get on it. I like to knock it out before the season is really upon us. You know, because ain't nothing worse about Christmas is such a great time of year. I talk about it every year on the podcast. I beat it to death. I love it. I love it so much. And ain't nothing worse than Christmas time being here. And you being stressed out because you got to buy a bunch of people stuff, you know. And mainly, most of the time, it's just kids stuff you got to get. But, you know, that's a that's a job, especially the older your kids get. The older your kid, when you're when your kids are young, you know how easy it is to find presents, you know, and how how. I mean, you can just buy all this cheaper stuff and they're like, that is like what they want and what they like, like Nerf guns and frozen dolls and yeah, stuff like that. But then when they're older, it's like all these electronic, they like want grown up gifts, you know, 
And you're like, man, well, I'll be real. Let me go get plasma. But, uh, but anyway, I love Christmas. It's October. It's like midway through October. And then you got November, December. So like two months is Christmas in like two months. So, I mean, it's pretty much, that's pretty much Christmas season. So, uh, so I'm happy about that because that is my favorite time of year. Um, so yeah, but, uh, but anyways, did I say something before that? I don't even know. I haven't done a podcast and so, well, I act like they flow good when I'm doing them weekly, but this flowed probably pretty much like every one of my podcasts. This is like the exact same. So, uh, but anyway, um, what else can I say? I'll try not to go so long without doing one. Um, cause I did go a while. But a lot of stuff's going on. I know that I've just, I mean, I talked about poop and vasectomy and, you know, stuff like that. But, uh, but really, like, I don't know. I'm really happy. I'm really, for the first time in a long, long time, I'm really happy. Um, I'm really happy in life and, uh, excited about the future and people that listen to this podcast know that that's not the norm for me cuz i i tend to be more sarcastic a lot and like uh i don't know uh the way that i've talked in the past um i just never thought that i would be where i am right now i'm really grateful and happy and uh i don't know it's crazy because sometimes life just happens when you least expect it. Like, good stuff happens when you least expect it in life. And, uh, and it's just wild, man. But, uh, but I hope that everybody's doing good and, uh, and I will try to be back as, so, well, sooner than later. And I hope that you guys have a good, um, Halloween if I don't talk to you before Halloween. It's it's uh it's that season where you can go get your pumpkin spice everything and then you can put it on Facebook about how much that you love it and uh you can make your kids smile for pictures um so they think that your kids are happy and uh not abused. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> not beaten with you know a sock with soap in it and uh no but for real i hope that you guys take care and have a good safe halloween and uh check your candy for menthol or whatever you're supposed to do but uh there's a cigarette in my kit cat ball but uh, take care and i'll talk to you guys soon